Hi, my name is Alana, and welcome to my podcast. This is my first episode on intimate relationships, but I have a very, very special guest today. With me right now is my best friend Amelia. Hi. So, how are you feeling on this topic today? I'm very excited to speak on my opinion and voice. Yes. Truth. Yeah. That's so. All that matters. Yeah, because we have a lot of experience. Especially in this topic yeah. related to it. So let's just jump right into it, yeah? Let's do it. Cool. So of course, this has to be all related to the course Families in Canada. And I'm going to be elaborating on some of the points that I came up with and some of my arguments that I've created and that I've always had on my opinions. But it's only now that I'll be able to shed light on it and... I also have Amelia here to do it as well with her own personal beliefs. What is your view on love? I feel like love is very potent and very vulnerable feeling to, to feel as a human being. And it only stems from one person and that's yourself. I feel like you're the only person who can give yourself love in order to love somebody else first because if you can't give what you don't have that's true and you know like ever since we're little we're taught to like give our love to other people sharing is caring put yourself in other people's shoes and like no one ever teaches us Mm -hmm. to find it first within us like and I guess you can't really blame the way we were raised but it's still so important to like never forget who it should really come from, which is your own self. Yeah, you have to value your feelings and who you are as a person. You can't disregard or neglect yourself because you are the one who is in control of your life. Yeah, and we have like that opinion where it's like we know for a fact that self love is so much more important than like giving our heart to a guy or to a lover Mm -hmm. or something because it's a common theme in this generation where people are searching for someone else to give their all to but no one knows how to do that and it fails every time because they lack it with they exactly they lack it within themselves they can't give themselves all of that so how are they going to give it to someone else exactly and it's not anyone's fault at the end of the day it's just the way we're all brought up and raised, which comes from childhood upbringing and maybe even trauma. So we have, like you and I have experience with neglection. Mm-hmm. And emotional. Like we grew up with not much of a support system mm-hmm. from our families and we have families in Canada. Look at us. You know, we have that experience with... Um, we have a loving family, but at the same time, we were never taught to express ourselves. And we were we, restricted from being who we are. Mm-hmm. And everyone told us to be like everyone else. And we were never given authentic love or affection. Mm-hmm. I personally like... I didn't receive, like, hugs and kisses from my own parents because I was always the kid with the cold hands and every time someone touched me, I would just give them shivers and 
when people back off of me like that, of course, as a kid, I'm going to feel like, okay, no one loves me. And that is all that I felt my entire life. And <laughs> it's, it's fine. Um, it's funny to look back on now, obviously, but at the time growing up, you don't realize it. And it's quite sad because all a kid ever needs is to be held and nurtured. Sometimes you don't get that. And at the end of the day, I'm grateful because of the fact that I had to learn the hard way to give it to myself. I never searched for love in any boys in school or any of my other family members it was just more of I've always been a caring person giving my heart to everyone else but at the end of the day I realized it's just me who knows me so I had to just love me at the end of the day and it was a while of a process and it took so long to get there but it it's possible and we need to let that be known yeah, you need to go through pain to feel happiness in order to actually appreciate and be grateful for everything. Even all of the lessons, there's strength in that and there's nothing wrong with embracing all of the memories, even if it's trauma, because it builds builds your your character. Your character, yeah. yeah. And it helps you grow as a person. And at least now you know for when you have kids of your own how to treat and love them the way that you probably wanted. Yeah. So it's like you can see it as negative as you want, but it's up to you to change your perspective on that. To notice it like, oh, instead of me hating myself because I never received love. What am I going to do for the future when I have kids of my own and I will want them to not feel the ways that I felt growing up? So using that, you can apply it to your future. You can change your habits now and your opinion on yourself and how you view relationships and love and self-love even and make sure you teach your kids what you were never taught and what you had to discover on your own. Yeah, take those lessons with you along your journey. Don't live in the pain. Because that brings a negative mindset. And it's all about perspective on life. Yeah. And how you choose to see reality for mm-hmm. what it is. And acceptance. Because that brings peace. And the one thing we all long for in life is just love affection peace and happiness but why is it that a lot of us struggle to receive or find that and i think personally it's because so many people try to search for it within other people or within jumping from relationship to the next or maybe experimenting at an early age with dating and stuff and then once your hearts get broken at like what age 10 you're like oh i'm doomed forever like i'm never gonna find love again but i also think it stems from fear because Mm -hmm. when you you're giving somebody your heart and that person is responsible responsible for taking care of your fragile heart yeah and hearts are so fragile more than windows easy to break 
feel like people are afraid of facing themselves and being vulnerable because it means that they have to face all of their trauma and pain. And that's exactly what it is. But you have to do that if you're really willing to commit to someone. But no one is ever ready for that at the end of the day. So it takes a lot of maturity and strength to do that. And a lot of courage, which is probably the hardest thing to want to give to someone else. But I feel like people see that as weakness. It's really not. And I feel like, obviously with really stupid like uh societal expectations of like and rules like that oh boys don't cry or like you know things just related to that it's really not a healthy mindset because it teaches guys that they shouldn't express their opinion and that they shouldn't express their feelings and emotions and have it all built up inside of them yeah they they explode that's very unhealthy repressing emotion is much worse than blowing up in my opinion because if you blow up, at least you're getting your opinion and your feelings across. But if you're bearing it deep down, the other person will never know how you truly feel at the end of the day. And I personally know that from experience because, like I said, growing up, emotion isn't a thing. Like, oh, you need to, like, you need to, like, you know, cover That's up. Hard, you need yeah. to put on a brave face. You need to, like, be strong for yourself. That's why I say I'm grateful for that because, yes, I've discovered my own strength in that sense. But at the same time... If I was taught, like, oh, it's okay to cry, it's okay to, like, feel sad, it's okay, and just being told, like, it's literally okay, that would have saved me a lot, because then I wouldn't feel like I'm crazy or losing my mind over things, and um, it's that inner child that needs to be healed, and a lot of people in this generation of ours, like, they haven't healed their inner child, and when they jump into relationships, guess who has to deal with that side? your partner but the the crazy part is you can't blame anybody for that mm-hmm. it's just it, it's gonna happen regardless regardless it all goes back to love mm-hmm. so we talked about like growing up and not feeling loved as a kid and not receiving that attention and affection that what you didn't receive growing up is what you're going to look for in other people when you're an adolescence. So now as, well, an 18-year-old personally, like, it has been so hard because of all the things I had to learn in a relationship. I've only experienced one, but, like, it's it was the hardest you, thing you for me. But I'm not blaming it for being my fault or the other person's fault. It's just the way it was and the way it is based on how I was brought up. And that's why childhood trauma is probably one of the most important things. um, Because it really affects how a kid feels. And then how you feel as an adult. Mm -hmm. It grows your personality. So, after elaborating on growing up now why do we think or see being single as being better than being in a relationship (sighs) well first off there's no distractions 100% of your focus is on you and building that connection with yourself including the plans you have for the future 
you know you don't have to worry about crossing anybody's boundaries but i'm not saying there's nothing wrong with being in a relationship there's just when you're in a relationship there are limits yeah. there's but when you're single things, there's yeah. no limits there's certain can... things you can't really do yeah and i feel like maybe that restricts some people's freedom within themselves but honestly it all comes down to respect and how much you respect yourself mm-hmm. and it's just like um some people are just more free-spirited than others mm-hmm. where because of the way they grew up it's like oh yeah they're free spirit they don't need anyone they don't want anyone but if someone comes along sure why not that'll make the experience much better but then again that's also hard because you have to have rules and restrictions and you're like oh i don't know if that's what i really want and if it doesn't work out somehow at the end of the day you're like well i'm okay with that because at the end of the day i'm a free spirit and i'm an independent person i don't even need that in the first place but it was fun while it lasted it's just all in a reflection of you it all starts with you if you're unable to show the respect your partner needs, then maybe you should work on yourself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Try to figure out what you want and gain that clarity from what you want in your life. Because if you're looking at a relationship from a, a restriction and limits, like as something that will hold you back yeah. from what you really desire in this uh, life. You should. Just, and you shouldn't enter yeah. it, yeah. But um, at the same time, like, a lot of kids or people that we know, it's like, all they want is a relationship because they feel comfortable settling for less. And that is really sad, in my opinion. I feel like you should raise your standards a lot more yes. because you deserve way more than what you can even imagine in this mm-hmm. life. And personally, me and you, we have very high expectations. We grew up listening to music, watching movies, TV shows, which created our idealized views on these fictional characters and fictional love stories. It started from like, you know, Disney princesses. Like, oh my God, my Prince Eric. Like, you know, that's what I want. And then it goes on to the real life TV shows of romance and whatever. And obviously, I personally use that as escape to like, oh yeah, I can't wait to have that one day. But then you have to snap back to reality and realize, yo, that is not half of what's real or what's gonna be around me right now. And it's sad that you have to kind of lower your expectations for someone or for something. And it's kind of like disappointing in a way. But at the same time, your standards are still just as high. And you don't want to settle for less, but at one point you kind of do, and you realize, is this what I really want, or do I deserve more? And at the end of the day, the answer always comes back. Yes, say yes. Because if you're if you have to ask yourself that question, then why are you even in that relationship? Yeah. That means he's that guy, that girl is just doing the bare minimum, mm-hmm. and you deserve more. Exactly. So. At the end of the day, we deserve that fairy tale romance. We deserve the the songs being written for us and letters and flowers and all the things that romance used to be. And a common, you know, conversation 
whether it's the Twitter community or like a conversation bringing up in the daily is the fact that romance is dead. But is it? Or is it just not taught anymore? Is it not something that people really look for? Because at the, at the end of the day, everyone is just in a relationship for the sake of it. I feel like if that person really wants to be with you, they would understand how to love you. And they would try to get your point of love. Mm-hmm. And they would ask you questions. Everybody has their different love languages, so... It's like you have to understand the other person's way of loving and having that conversation with them like what gives you the most satisfaction and it's hard when you were not brought up on communication or taught how to express yourself because that's one thing you're going to have to learn when you're in a relationship for the first time and it's challenging but it's the best thing you can learn because it'll help you communicate with your own self help you being vulnerable with your own self in your darkest moments and even in your happiest but it really just comes down to what do I truly deserve you have to become aware of your self worth and value within yourself mm-hmm. ask yourself do you really love yourself mm-hmm. enough to be in this relationship Exactly, and I I think this is controversial, but I feel like a lot of people that I know or that are in our generation, they jump into relationships with anybody they could find mm-hmm. because, oh, someone actually finds me attractive? Okay, yeah, let me, like, talk to them. There's mm-hmm. a stupid concept called the talking stage. This was, this was not a thing back in the 80s. Yeah. They didn't have texting or calling or phones or whatever, whatever the heck you want to call it. They had cassettes where they would play music to someone they liked and they would slow dance in the middle of the night. Love that for them. Mm. Wish we had that. But we could still have that if we really find the person to give us that. And when people jump from that, they finally feel like, oh my god, someone's giving me the slightest bit of attention. I need to like have this. But then they also have options. They have a lot of multiple people that they have talking stages with. And I think that's kind of unfair to one of the person that you're talking to i think it's kind of silly because you're neglecting like making that person feel special so once they finally do give you that slightest bit of attention you're like oh my god okay they're the one but they don't know the whole time that you had other people that you were talking to that you were flirting with or whatever the heck how does that make them feel special just because you chose them because they gave you a chance you know? Because yeah. right when you have that, you're comfortable. You're secure. But you're not building any connection with them. You're not putting in effort. Yeah. It's just because of the fact that this person finally like said, oh, I like you. And now, oh, okay, cool. I like them back. That's how guys work, unfortunately. They, they, <laughs> like, they say words, but they don't prove with their actions that they actually mean it. Mm-hmm. And... The talking stage is very stupid, in my opinion. Yep. <sighs> it brings me anger. Yeah. I'm not even gonna lie. I never, I never did talking stages. I don't like having multiple options, because why would I want to feel like I'm not special? Yeah, I find that kind of immature, because mm-hmm. if you're not able to tell that person what you want straightforwardly, that means you're gonna lead them into confusion, and 
at the end of the day, you're messing with my peace of mind. So I'm just gonna have to let you go. Yeah, and it's yeah. like all about your intentions and how you set them at the start. Obviously, no one knows. Like, oh yeah, will I want a relationship with this person? But at least give someone like an idea of what you're getting themselves into. And you can just start off as friends. You don't need to flirt. Yeah. And whatever that builds into, then that should naturally be and build the connection. It shouldn't be like instant flirting. This means I'm going to make you my girlfriend. I don't think that is how it works. And a lot of guys work like that. So... I'm really trying hard not to complain about guys here. Yeah, but like... And disrespect them. It's just a lot of immaturity. Yeah. Because of the fact that they never received love. love. And that's what we all long for. Mm -hmm. And they're trying their hardest to find it. Just like everyone else. But But end of the day, it all all starts starts with with you. And who you are. So yeah, that's our opinion on why being single is slightly better than being in a relationship, but at the same time, how self-love is much more important than any love. We hope you enjoyed. Thanks, Amelia, for speaking on this topic. You're welcome. I'm glad you chose me. Of course. And yeah, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.